Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now to talk about all things Major League Baseball is our main man, MLB Dream. Okay, Dream, so when it comes to the Miami Marlins, we have talked before about the poor run. Don't. Marlins in some kind of futures market? Uh, honestly, I'm not touching the Marlins in any sort of a futures market here. I do think that, you know, they do have great pitching, but I think their lineup is kind of hitting above their heads at this point, especially since we're seeing now that the Phillies come on a little bit stronger and, you know, the Mets are looking a little bit better. So I don't expect them to make the playoffs. I'm guessing they'll finish fourth in the division. Um, it is a good story. Uh, we talked about their one-run wins. They're 18-5 and five in one-run games. So we should expect some regression there. I was actually surprised when I was looking at their numbers uh, versus lefties, though. They're one of the top five teams against left-handed pitching so far this year. So I do think they have a decent matchup against Kikuchi today, even though he's a guy that I can never seem to get right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I fail you there. Uh, something else that uh, we were talking about earlier, because right now it's just the number of teams that are streaking either in a positive sense or negative sense, it's kind of staggering. Just the, the number eight, nine-game uh, winning streaks, six, seven-game losing streaks. Uh, as a data guy, someone really digs into the matchups day by day. Do you ever take that into account? with your betting that yes you look at the matchups and the data and what you like don't like but then you see oh man but this team has lost six seven games in a row do you ever hesitate on bets because of that i think i sometimes hesitate uh when a team's hot or like has a pretty big winning streak it's like do you really want to jump in front of that train is this the day that you really think that streak gets snapped but also at the same time when it's a team that i don't might not give that much respect to um the win streak doesn't really bother me too much. I think what I'm having an issue with this year is like we look at a lot of these teams that are, that are streaking and you're like, well, I don't think they're legit. I don't think they're going to be there, you know, in, in the playoffs when, you know, come September. But at the same time, it's like there's so many horrible teams that they're going to be able to continue to beat up on those true bottom teams. Um, with You know, there's only, again, a, hand, a couple dominant teams as well. So I do think that those teams will continue to, to win. I just don't think they're actually legit. Dream, we have a loaded card, and you said you're probably going to have a ton of bets today. Which one is your favorite so far? Which bet do you really like? All right, I feel like this question always, I'm never right on my favorite bet, so that's why you oh, know, no. I'm not going any bigger here than I am <laughs> than I am on my other bets. But it's Cutter Crawford at over four and a half strikeouts versus the Twins. They lead the league in strikeout percentage against right-handed pitching. And, you know, if you look at Cutter's game logs, you're like, well, he hasn't gotten there very often. He's been out of the bullpen for a lot of it, and now they're finally transitioning him to a rotation to take sales spot. He's a great strikeout guy, and I think the Twins are around 31%. Um, over the last 30 days, striking out against right-handed pitching. So honestly, I think that should be uh, at five and a half, but I wouldn't be surprised if it moves there in a little bit. I think I played around minus 145. I probably wouldn't play much higher than minus 155 or minus 160 there on Cutter Crawford's over. When it comes to the National League MVP race, how much much stock are you buying into the idea that Corbin Carroll could win this thing? 
I mean, listen, if they finish near the top of the National League, I do think he has a, he has a pretty strong case. Again, I don't think that's that's going to happen. I expect them to be third in third or even fourth under their division as well. Um, the Dodgers pitching really scares me. They're a team that's been had a bunch of depth for the last few years or as long as we can really remember. But I don't think Arizona's pitching is going to hold up. But their lineup is super legit, and they could pretty much put you know a ten spot on any on anybody. So I do think it, he'll he'll kind of stay up there um, as long as they're kind of in the wild card race. But I definitely don't expect them to win the NL West. And I mean, I, like we talked about, there, there being so many bad teams, I could see them getting one of the last wild card spots. But unless they win the division and, and kind of keep this pace, I don't really see him um, getting in front of Ronald. In addition to Crawford, any other K props that you like today? Um, there was one. I haven't bet it yet. It's Seth Lugo. I think it's at three and a half. I'm having a hard time figuring out exactly what his usage is going to be like. He only threw, I think, 40 pitches in his last rehab start, and then they kind of, I think he threw a side session, if I'm not mistaken, but his prop is at only at three and a half. And there are reports about him tweaking his slider while he was on the injured list. I think, I don't know how many more inches of a movement it's gotten, but it's something that they're really happy with. And their opponent today, um, I think they have the second or third highest strikeout percentage against sliders in baseball. So if, if, if I can find out that he's definitely going five innings or has about 80 pitches in them, I'll definitely be betting that over three and a half. That's something I just needed to look into a little bit more. I wanted to ask you about another K prop, Stroman, eight and four with a 2.45 ERA. His K prop at four and a half, and it's even money. The last time he pitched against the Pirates, he went six innings and had five strikeouts. So, what do you think about Stroman today on his K prop? I think that one's a little bit tougher, given that he just faced them, what, four or five days ago. Um, I think yeah. it's a little bit harder for the pitcher. It was a single-digit swinging strike percentage at 7.3. Honestly, I was looking at his outs prop. At, I think it was at 17.5, but the juice was just out of control. I think it was close to minus 200 at this point because he's pretty good. You know, I think he's going to give you six innings. I don't know if he'll get the five. It'll be close. Um, but I was kind of leaning more towards his outs prop, but the juice was just too out of control. Is Ed muted? Muted, Ed. Sorry. Sorry about that. Thank you. Uh, all right. Mets and Astros. Uh, big pitching matchup here. Verlander versus Valdez. Uh, anything stand out for this contest? No, I mean, I do think that the Mets have a little bit of value here, even though I, I, I do lean towards Houston. So I'm a little curious to see if we do see any Mets money come in, and that might make, get me a little bit closer to Houston. As bad as we think that like Verlander has pitched this year, uh, him and Framber have an identical uh, expected Woba at 307. So that was a little surprising. I thought, you know, his might be more closer to the 340 range uh, in, Ver in uh, Verlander. So, I mean, it's really not as big as a pitching advantage as, as you would think. And I know there was a stat about the Astros. They're about 500 when anybody other than Framber or um, Christian Javier starts. Um, so they're getting most of their wins with those with those two guys on the mound. So I feel like if any Mets money comes in, I'll, I'll probably be uh, jumping on the Astros. Uh, what about later tonight? We've got uh, the Dodgers and the Angels, a couple of southpaws going at it with Kershaw and Detmers. And both of these offenses do hit lefties. Do you have any interest in this game? I do. I was actually a little surprised to see all this um, Angels money come in. I mean, the Dodgers have been, I think, the best team over the last 30 uh, versus lefties. Things have been pretty good as well. 
And they, Angels have been striking out a bunch for his left-handed pitching as well. So we've seen about 20 cents come in, I think, on the Angels. So I think this might give me an, an edge here on the uh, Dodgers round minus 120. What about um, any other props that you like for today? I know we talked about some K props. Do you uh, do you like the total bases market? Where else might you be looking props wise for today? I didn't see much in the uh, props today. I was looking at a couple of um, team totals. Um, I bet the Tigers yesterday. I think the over four and a half. I was looking at them today at, at four and a half again, and I also bet the Marlins um, at three and over three and a half. I think minus one thirty-five. I think they should be able to get four here against Kikuchi and Baltimore's or Baltimore Toronto's bullpen. Marlins, like I said, have been one of the best teams versus left-handed pitching. So I don't really think uh, four runs is too much here at four and a half. I, I would have passed, but I, was, I think I'm going to have. And also, the, I was looking at the Guardians team total as well. Um, so I think it might be more team totals today for me than uh, K props. Team totals stand out to you. I, I'm I'm curious too. We're we're talking at great length about Louise Arias possibly uh, you know batting 400, and I know we still have a long way to go before we can really take uh, that kind of milestone seriously. Yet at the same time, if say uh, you know I'm seeing one bet out there, will he have uh, you know a 400 batting average or greater at the All Star break? I'm seeing yes at plus 340, no at minus 500. Does it feel like that with the context of baseball today, with the lack of uh, defensive shifts, that maybe it's a little bit easier to get to 400? And maybe we need to take uh, him possibly hitting that milestone a little bit more seriously. Well, I think that's a, that's a pretty good point because I think the – Biggest and maybe one of the few differences we've seen between um, the shift rules is the BABIP and batting average for, for left-handed hitters, uh, pull hitters specifically. So, I mean, honestly, I, I, I wanted to say no, and I kind of wish the uh, we were getting a better number on the no. Um, but I also think that the Marlins are kind of conscious of this, and I think that they might sit him in matchups that might not you know, where he might not have as big an advantage as he does versus other pitchers. So I, as much as I want to say no, I think it might be worth a sprinkle, at least uh, getting him to the all-star break, hitting over 400. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dree, there's uh, a few other studs pitches today that we really haven't even addressed. Wondering if you're interested in any of their games. Uh, so there's Strider going, you know, Glass now, about 6Ks every game, but he's won the last few starts that he's been out there. Uh, Garrett Cole going for the Yankees. Any interest in any of those ma- uh, matchups? Uh, yeah, it's tough to kind of back the Yankees without Judge, obviously, but I do like Cole and, and the Yankees in this one. We've seen a ton of um, Mariners money come in. I think I see as low as minus 110 or, or even a little bit lower than that on the Yankees. I'm basically going to try to find that low point and then go ahead and, and bet New York. I think we're getting pretty close to there, so it's probably you know the first bet I'll make when, when we hop off here. Um I was, I'm not surprised that the, you know, Braves are only minus 145 with Strider. He has struggled a little bit lately, but also I think it's a lot that just Ranger Suarez has been really good um, since coming off the IL. He was decent against the uh, Braves as well last year. So I, that, that's kind of a, a tougher one, but I do feel like, it, again, if we see some more Phillies money there, then I will probably end up on Atlanta in that one. Talking big picture, looking at the divisions, is there anything that interests you or has even surprised you uh, so far this season? Well, I mean, definitely the D-back, right? And I don't think anybody expected the Reds to uh, be leading the Central. And I know that division is horrible and that anything can happen, 
but I'm sorry, I'm not buying into the Reds. I know a lot of people are. And listen, they got some great numbers on their division last week. Like, there's, I'm not knocking that. Like, that is, they're going to get incredible closing line value. At this point, though, if you really think that they have a legit shot, what is their regular season win total at? Like, 77, I think, 78. Like, I feel like that would just be a much better bet than taking them to win the Central. Like, Milwaukee's half a game back at this point. Milwaukee can't really play much worse than they have this year, and they're still in pretty good position. So I do expect Milwaukee to kind of, you know, uh, win that division, especially if they, they're able to get Woodruff back soon. And I think he's a legitimate ace, and that will give them three guys that they can really count on. It does feel like if you're betting on the NL Central, it's best just to wait a little bit because the Brewers are, are still loaded enough uh, to win that division. But, it, you know, as long as the attention is going elsewhere when it comes to the Reds, or even if you're looking at, say, third-order numbers, the Cubs might be a very intriguing bet as far as that's concerned. But it does feel like that the Brewers can still win this thing no matter where they are in the division. Is that a fair assessment? Definitely. And it's like, you think about how bad the Cubs have been and even the Cardinals who have like the worst record in the National League. The Cubs are only three and a half back and the Cardinals are eight games back. So this is just going to be kind of a, a crapshoot, really, um, along with the AL Central. But it's tough to find to pick a winner um, in, in, in either of those divisions. Uh, yeah, wh- what do you look at when it comes to long travel, extra off days? We've got that coming up this weekend uh, with both the, the Cubs and Cardinals heading over to London. They're off on Thursday, Friday. They're going to play in the weekend out there. Is there going to be any sort of an angle for you, whether uh, you're, you're backing them or fading them uh, maybe after London? Uh, that's honestly something I have to look into. If they do get an off day afterwards and it's not that much travel, then I probably wouldn't focus that much into it. Um, but I, I think the only time I really look into travel and off days and that kind of thing is you take a team like the Orioles. Like if they've used Batista and Cano, the back end of their bullpen, for a couple games in a row, they're a team that I probably won't look to back unless those guys are available. So that's kind of what I look into in health and rest. And I do think the Sunday night angle um, is, is usually pretty good with teams having not getting into their cities until three or four in the morning after playing Sunday night baseball. I think that's kind of a tough spot for them for the next day. But as far as the London games go, as long as we get somewhat reasonable numbers and not like we saw in Mexico City, I'm most likely going to be uh, blindly betting the, the overs there, I'm pretty sure, as long as the numbers aren't out of control. Um, I, I know that Major League Baseball wants to get um, a bunch of runs, a bunch of home runs, and a bunch of offense in those international games. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. We're, we're on the same page there, Dream. I, I appreciate that. Just a few seconds left. Uh, just came across this stat real fast. Since scoring 20 runs against the Rays on May 23rd, the Blue Jays ranked fourth from the bottom in runs per game, joining the likes of the A's, Cardinals, and oh, Royals. No. Uh, is there an offensive mm-hmm. problem north of the border? No. I'm like, I'm really upset, Aaron. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like it's getting to the point where like maybe yes um they tried to you know kind of split up their lineup a little bit and try to get some more like better left-handed hitters in there and i think I don't, i'm not sure if brandon belt is still on the il that kind of kind of hurts them but i still think that they're too right-handed heavy and that hurts them in, in a lot of matchups and i know that's something they kind of tried to fix in the offseason and it doesn't really seem like they did even though you know, like we talked about it in the third order standings like they should probably be second or third in the AL East. I think they, you could kind of swap them with Baltimore. Um, I'm still waiting for Baltimore to, you know, kind of falter a little bit. Um, but I am starting to get a little concerned about that offense for the Blue Jays, yes. 
fair enough. MLB Dream of FTN Bets, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at MLB Dream. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. That's coming right up on the BetQL Network.